Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. My name is Jamie, and this is a 10-minute podcast. It's the podcast for those of us that are setting a timer for, you know this one, just 10 minutes, and we are getting some things done. What I hope we're getting done is a little bit of decluttering and spending time together. I love starting off a new week with you. Today is February 19th. And don't forget, this is the week with the live program. It's all happening on Wednesday. It's in person, and you can find the details at jamienovak.com. We'll talk more about upcoming programs as well as the bet you didn't know that moment of the podcast. But of course, to start us off, here we are, and let's just begin with an idea for decluttering that might really be the one you've been waiting to hear Are you ready for this? I can't wait to share it with you. Let's begin. You're probably thinking, is it setting a timer? Of course, you know that is my signature. And yes, I love setting a timer. But here's another little strategy that might really help when you're trying to decide what should I keep? What should I toss? How many things do I need to hold on to? What about should I hold on to it just in case? Because what if I need it? Haven't needed it yet, but I might. And so then we can really get tripped up about how much to store. And here is, I think, the number one solution, and that is give yourself a container. Containers, that's the answer. So whether it's a tray, a basket, a bin, a box, a bag, some way of grouping your items into a container, and the container acts as that limit. So... This really came up for me when I was working on my linen closet, which seems like it's an ongoing saga because the shelves are fixed shelves. They cannot be adjusted. They're oddly designed. It's like wooden shelves, but there's a gap in the back, and so things can fall down and never be found again. It's an odd shape. It's a little bit deeper than it is wider, and it's just awkward because the two sides you can't really reach in well. Anyway, I... I guess part of it is maybe I could redesign the closet, but it's a linen closet. I don't want to spend a ton of money, even a lot of time. It just never really functioned very well. But in the linen closet, I would love to stock up on particularly shampoos and conditioners and bars of soap. I don't know why. It's almost like I forget that I live very close to all of those stores that you can just go into and like buy the things. And I always felt like, Oh, well, here's the other reason, and it's coming to me now. There was always the, like, buy three and you get a discount, or, you know, buy two and you get one free, or so I would stock up. Also, to be perfectly frank, I have um, this one style of a shampoo and conditioner that just works, and there have been occasions where they've changed the formula, or I couldn't get it because there must have been a run on this particular shampoo and conditioner, and so... I like to stock up. All right. Well, here's the thing. First of all, we know that's not great. Shampoo and conditioner actually don't last forever. And, you know, it's not meant to just kind of hang out on the shelf. So they used to just be stuck on the shelf. One over here, one over there. It would fall behind. It would fall down on the floor. Sometimes they would leak. It would get like tucked behind a stack of towels. One would be to the left of the sheath. And then I didn't think I had them. So you know what I did? I bought more. And then I think, well, is six enough? I don't know. Maybe I need eight. Oh, look, I can get a whole case. 
it's less expensive if I buy a case, let me get a case. And then all of a sudden, it's not really a linen closet. Now it's just sort of a shampoo and conditioner closet and my bars of soap. Okay, so the containers. This is where for me it was a real game changer because you probably know, you know, organizers tend to really like bins and boxes and containers. There's entire stores that just sell containers. You can buy containers online. And yes, there are many, many reasons that containers are helpful. But for me, I think one of the biggest is that it gives me a specific amount of space to fill with a particular category and then I'm done. And it took away from me that like in-between zone of like, do I have enough? I'm not sure. Maybe I need more. Should I get them? They're on sale, but I think I have enough, but it's a good deal. Maybe I should stock up. And so when I decided, and basically the way I decided was I sort of looked at how many I used over a particular amount of time. So I was kind of looking at, you know, like three months and basically in three months, you know, it was like one and a half of certain things. And so that was it. That's how many I would need to have on hand. Slim little container. They stack beautifully. I didn't even bother with a lid. That way it's super easy to reach in, grab what I need. If it had a lid, I would stack stuff on top of the lid and then that whole system would go downhill quickly. It's clearly labeled shampoo and conditioner. It fits three of each and I feel confident that I have them. When I finish one, I add it to the shopping list and so they're always rotating. New container goes into the back and then the oldest one comes forward and I just keep the whole stock rotating. And it works really, really well. And I just think about how many years, how many moments of frustration, how much time I lost looking for things or things dripping and then having to clean. And it's like, why didn't I just put them in a container in the first place? We'll never know, but I have now. And so I would invite you to consider where would a container be really useful? Would it allow you to give yourself a limit to pull everything out that you need for a particular project so that you're not having to go to six different cabinets, reach for things? I love a container in the refrigerator. Maybe you have a shallow one for leftovers. I tend to portion out leftovers in single amounts and then they sit in this tray. I can pull the tray forward. Those are all the leftovers. And then they're not like rolling to the back of the shelf and then you forget to use stuff and then it turns fuzzy and gross and you've lost the money and why didn't you eat it and all the things. So where would a container be helpful? I hope that in these, you know, small examples, it's sparking an idea for you and you're like, you know what? Now, here's the trick of it. Do not go out and buy a new container. You probably have one at home. We can shop at home first. Try the container. See if it really does improve the level of organization but also take away that uncertainty of how many do I need? All the things. Oh, I can't wait for you to tell me what type of a container and what category you're going to use it for. You can tell me when we meet either in person or online. In just a moment, I'm going to tell you about those online programs. You can see all, and one in person, you can see all the details on my website, jamienovak.com. But before I do, let me tell you about the bet you didn't know that moment. And so you might remember last week during the podcast, I tried very hard to describe to you how you could use a simple pair of tongs as a cake slicer so that when you're sort of using the back of the pair of tongs, um, it allows you to slice the cake. So just go straight down, slice the cake, squeeze the tongs together just a smidge so that you can lift the cake out of the, well, lift the piece out of the cake 
without a lot of things like crumbling apart. And then I realized I use my tongs for something else. And that is as a citrus zester or a citrus press, I guess. So if you have a slice of citrus, um, like a half a lemon, half a lime, half an orange, and you just kind of put it between the tongs and then squeeze the tongs, it actually will squeeze the juice out. So that is a possibly maybe another use for the tongs that might allow you to let go of some of those citrus zesters that might be taking up some space. And of course, it's now time to talk about those programs. This coming Wednesday, which is the 21st, at 1.30 p.m., there is a moving and downsizing expo at Oxford Living in Langhorne, Pennsylvania. And if you're available, I would love for you to join me. You can see the details on how to RSVP. And there's going to be yummy food, delicious food, and fun with me. So can't wait to see you then. The next day, which is Thursday, the 22nd, at 6.30 p.m., Stop Losing Your Stuff. That's an online program. And just in case you're wondering, turning our attention to the last few days of February, and remember, you get an extra day this February, you can mark your calendar for 7 p.m. on the 26th, which is Monday, and it is the first of three in a Declutter Club series, 6 p.m. the next day, which is Tuesday the 27th, and that's going to be all about the kitchen and the bathroom, followed, of course, by a fantastic program. I don't want you to miss it. It's happening on Leap Day. So hello, who doesn't love a Leap Day program? And we're going to spring into our decluttering. So if you're thinking, yes, this is my time. I've been thinking about doing this and I'm ready now. I hope that you will be um, ready to join me for these events. And those are all happening online. Well, I can't believe it. These 10 minutes just fly by so quickly. And if I stop talking right now, we'll still be at 10 minutes. So um, I have to say so long, but I will see you again online for the podcast next Monday. And I hope you have a clutter-free week. Let me know what container you're going to try first.